Hello and welcome to the Great Longboat Podcast. I'm Igor, your host, moderator, and only permanent member of the band Longboat. Today we feature the song Pablo's Contagion from 2017's album E+. And you know, it's funny. Um, E+, is, I, I, I forget about that album all the time. And so... I didn't realize that I had uh, written a song about a pandemic uh, back in 2017. Um, of course, this one is a is a bit more lethal and virulent, and the causes are much different than uh, what we're experiencing right now. And you know, I'm <laughs> of course not trying to cash in on the times or anything, but I I think that as you write more tunes as you write and record more tunes you find that um the events of the day they will be reflected in some of the events of the day for example uh, a, a past uh, a past episode was about uh, um what is it safe at home yes it's a uh, it's a video it's got you know it's on youtube now it's got forty three thousand hits or so and that's that's very nice. I had it made by a a very a nice, lovely woman in Estonia who hand drew everything and animated it. And it wasn't exactly my to my taste in artwork. It was a little sort of oversimplistic and and but I thought it 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 did actually sort of put me at ease. And it turns out that it's about and I discussed this in the episode about it, that, that it's about 75% pertinent to the lockdown conditions. And it just doesn't anticipate that we'll be locked down for a long time. It, it originally is about escaping the rat race, but the, it, it can apply to being in lockdown conditions. And uh, for this one... Uh, for for Pablo's Contagion, it's it's it pretty much starts off as an act, as the act of a disgruntled academic, a guy who is a a, a uh, student or no, he's a professor of virology at some university, unspecified university, who gets passed over for tenure again and again and again. And so as an act of frustration, defiance, and sheer rage, goes into his lab and uh, creates a pathogen that uh, is is very lethal. Uh, we'll say, you know, sort of bubonic plague lethality, um, you know, takes, takes 90 to 95 percent of the people who uh, get infected with it. Uh, very, very much unlike um, coronavirus. Not to say, not to discount the seriousness of coronavirus, but uh, yeah, the, it, I'm, I'm illustrating a, a, uh, a virus, a disease that is so powerful that it shakes the foundations of society. And for, for us right now, you know, society still exists. Um, it has undermined financial markets, uh, it, the coronavirus, that is. Uh, it will, it, there, there will be dire long-term financial effects, I predict. But for now, 
um, you know, we, we can go out and, and there will not be roving gangs and, and cars on fire for the most part, um, in, in our neighborhoods and life seems normal. This, uh, this Pablo's contagion is kind of all about what happens when that just comes off the rails and what, what we try to do. And that's, and, and I wrote that back assuming that we would have sort of competent leadership. And now that we've seen that every, every aspect of this and you know i'm speaking from america i'm speaking from seattle i'm speaking as somebody who is is not very well inclined towards trump but any objective look at uh, what's happening now is you 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 just see how how completely unable um and, and hamstrung we've been at trying to deal with this by making uh th- just sort of common sense health actions uh seem like it is a political statement and uh being and and having and let's let's you know let's be frank here um that that republicans are very very um willing to put their constituents on the line for the sake of opening up an economy and to the point where the the infection rate has gone up so much that they are going to have to close down again instead of just t- taking uh, taking more gradual action they wanted to just show trump that hey look we're doing just what you said look look this is aren't, aren't we good don't you like us now i like trump trump likes me because i'm doing what he says so vote for me yeah that's 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 a, also a sign of a, a seriously screwed up political system. Anyhow, that's that's sort of the end of end of my soapbox. I mean, if you if you disagree with me, I I would love to have a well reasoned uh, conversation about that. But from what I'm seeing is this is this has been one of the worst responses to anything um in i don't know the last hundred years or so i mean there there the the spanish flu they they did do things they did have people who were who said i'm not gonna wear my mask and you know um they had like what with the world war one parade the end of the war armistice day parade or something like that and in in philadelphia and yeah and two weeks later every people were you know they had like two thousand people die in one day or something like that but anyhow this uh and and i do mean well-reasoned i don't mean conspiracy theories conspiracy theories are um things that are propagated by stupid people to explain the world and they're general they're they're generated by people who take parts of evidence many many bits of which have already been refuted because they have no proof they and and taking a piece of information and putting it in an echo chamber um that doesn't it doesn't amplify it it just it just spreads disinformation it doesn't amplify its importance come on now but anyhow, um, <laughs> but yeah, if you want to have a 
once again, if you want to have a reason, reasonable dialogue about this, then fine, sure. Uh, just no conspiracy theories, uh, and uh, I'd be happy to hear from you about it. You know, the address is uh, Longboat Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Uh, please, I, I, I'd love to hear from you. And anyhow, getting back to the Pablo's Contagion. Um, this song began life as a groove. It was nothing more than that. It's a cha-cha, I guess the sort of the technical term. The 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 body of it is a cha-cha. The 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 um the the chorus, the Pablo's contagion. That is actually it breaks into bossa nova. And, you know, with all of this beat stuff going on, with all of this, you know, sort of with Latin percussion, this is all electronic. It is, everything is sampled. Everything that sounds real is sampled. And um, uh, it it actually sounds kind of cool and, and, and authentic. And I, I tried to tried to sort of nuance uh, the, the percussion as much as I could and build it. Uh, as the song progressed, but um, there, when you have a song that's just sort of you know, it kind of has that that nice groove to it. It's good to interrupt the groove at least once with something else, and I know I do that with the with the choruses, and um, and then you know I have the I have the little instrumental break there which is just the sort of the Pablo's contagion theme. It's, it's the same both times. And then, at, but after the second instrumental break, there's a, there's kind of a, where everybody, it, there's a call and response between the main voice and the ensemble. And then you go back and hear what, what, you know, the dire predictions are that no one is going to escape Pablo's contagion. And yeah, and, and, now that I listen to it, it's sort of it does sound very Santana esque, except you don't have you know Carlos Santana playing a you know his standard pentatonic solo that he's been playing ever since the '60s, but but uh, you know it's it has I always thought it was it was sort of more like Chick Corea in the '70s, but you know Chick Corea Santana it's 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 a it's a Latin groove. Um, and, and it's sort of like remarkably cheerful for the, uh, and, and breezy, uh, for the subject matter. And that's, that's what I like to do too. You know, it's like, this is, you, you get to a point where you, you're, you're writing songs and you want to write about big things because you have no audience, um, as I, I, did then and i also now i have i have almost no audience too uh and you know you're you're looking to you're looking to write big important music and um you know how about the end of the world um how do you envision the end of the world or or something that something really dire happening and i've done that several times I did that on uh, um, Unpopular Songs for Unpopular People. That was my third album about, you know, rats taking over, uh, becoming super intelligent and taking over the world. And I think, uh, yeah, on D Plus from 2016, I have a, a, a 
a song about mice taking over. I was just, it's sort of like the, the, the rodent apocalypse. So who knows, maybe the, the next, the, the next rodent group that takes over will be, you know, capybaras or squirrels or, or something, chipmunks. Um, but I, you, you, you sort of feel that the reason why you're not succeeding is because you're not, you're not grandiose enough. You're not, you're not making these, you're not enough of a prophet or, or whatever. And, you know, I, I, I would say that that wasn't really the, the case with me. I just wanted to, I just, you know, wanted to write a, a song about the end of the world. And because, you know, if you, you, you expend all this effort to make music and nobody listens to it. So, you know, it's a screw the world, let's blow it up. And, and that's, that's kind of where I was then. I don't do much of that now. Um, I, I, you know, I, I can't really, I write about different things. It's, it's all quite an evolution. Um, and, and I can't say that I, I can only say that, uh, one thing all the way across uh, it is is true, and that's that I don't write love songs. I write sort of the closest I come to it is, is songs sort of 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 um, naive affection. I, I would, and they're not twee. Oh no, 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 they're not twee. And um, but so, songs of affection, songs of attachment. Uh, I I would say, and I it's like. I have never used the uh, the phrase "I love you" in any song at all, ever. I don't think. I mean, there are over three hundred, so um, you know. In in future generations, if I am wrong, I apologize. Uh, if anybody is listening to this, you know, past its uh, uh, past twenty twenty, uh, yeah, I I am pretty pretty sure that's never happened so uh e plus and e minus were recorded in 2017 they were the only two albums that i recorded that year um e plus was a an album that was just songs it was songs and they were it was it was all electronic it was songs and all songs that were kind of a lot of them were hanging around for a long time and they started off as riffs and I've developed them and this is the album that came out of that and you know I I'm happy with it it's got nice it's gotten it's got good competent songwriting on it um but uh it is overshadowed by E minus which is the big album about technology it's a single album but it has 27 cuts on it and every one of them is about technology some aspect of it a good bad indifferent um stuff that is you know the 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 more foolish and foolhardy aspects of technology and so yeah that's and that's kind of one of the reasons why it, it casts, it, at least in my mind, if, if you know, there's there's no reason why it should affect your listening habits, but it casts a long shadow in uh, 
uh, as far as um, what's gone on in the last couple of years, uh, it's it's really one of these albums that you sort of have to experience, and it's still a lot of it still kind of holds up after three years. It holds up, um, and you know I. Uh, think everybody should listen to it but then again I think everybody should listen to or most everybody should listen to um, uh, Longboat albums because there's something for everybody in there somewhere uh, I hope but um, yeah uh, 2017 and I recorded this over at um, uh, Red Room Studios which does not exist anymore uh, it's too bad. Um, they their landlord um, jacked up their rent, and they just kind of um, pulled up stakes, sold the console, I believe, and uh, and um, just split up their their outboard equipment. And yeah, that's that's what happens. I mean, that that is that has been the trend in recording studios for the last twenty years or so. That they are. Um, people are recording at home. Uh, people, uh, recording studios are shutting down, uh, and not at, at like an alarming rate. It's just sometimes that that's what happens. And I'm afraid that after the coronavirus, that many many a studio is going to have to close its doors. I, I just hope that it's not. Studio Litho. I don't think it will be. It's owned by one of the Pearl Jams, so you know it's they they. they yeah, I I think it will still be in existence, and yeah, it, it's owned by one of the Pearl Jams. But as I said in the past, it's not like um, he drops by and um, and we hang out. Um, <laughs> I never met the guy, and uh, but uh, you know. I've met people who have met him, so I guess that makes me just almost as important. So, anyhow, let's let's listen to this tune. I I like I said I forgot that I, this even existed, and and but it is somewhat pertinent to uh, the events of the day. Okay, so with me on everything. Uh, it's all it's all electronic. Me on everything. Um, this was this is recorded and mixed by Ryan Leva at Red Room, and mixed by or sorry and mastered by the great Ed Brooks at Resonant Mastering. This is Pablo's Contagion. Pablo is an assistant professor of virology at what used to be a more prominent American university. He worked hard, teaching classes, doing research, and publishing papers, all in hopes of gaining tenure. But every year the board passed him over. After five years he had had enough. He marched into his lab and came out with something lethal, a strain that only a brilliant virologist could conjure. On this sunny day, he wouldn't really show them and unleash his new pathogen for
legend soon to sweep the nation there is no known cure they should have given pablo tenure because someone doesn't get tenure. They should have given it to him, but it's too late now, at least according to the song. You know, it's... Some things do gain a life of their own. I have done... I've, I've done several song cycles, some of which are stalled at the moment. Uh, I have sort of three active song cycles the 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 miss day of the week song cycle which is now has now reached six um miss uh, i started with miss wednesday on d plus and now i'm at miss monday uh with on um on album 21 which will be released in uh, uh probably in october and uh i did this um afterlife um series which i'm I'm sort of stalled at four, four of them, uh, and it starts on album seven uh, with uh, "Let the Mountain Decide." And it's about a guy who, who is not nice, who is very—he's quite arrogant, 
He's he's petty. He's nasty. And he, he climbs a mountain to prove that he can climb the mountain. And he falls off of it. And he dies. And then this is what he goes... It takes three songs to kill him. And, and then he goes into this afterlife ordeal. And um, the last one was on album 14. And do I have one close to... No, no. It's... Um, it's the the um, I am the mountain, and that is that's kind of stalled. Um, I I do I want to save that for uh, the next one for a string album or maybe I don't know some sort of very uh, echoey electronic um, almost ambient something. But you know I have to decide how the how the story is going to go, and I haven't given it much thought. And then there's the big Seven Hills saga, which is has yielded two double albums and then a, a bunch of prologue songs, too. And um, I just have decided that I'm not going to sweat it. I'm going to I'm going to continue to write music. I'm going to give this a rest for a while because no one wants to listen to it. It's it's you know, I, I have no qualms with art for art's sake but it's it's funny because when i recorded the first one with ryan he was just like oh man this is so cool people are gonna dig this yeah and that was that was in 2018 and you know we we kind of felt our way through that we had to you know neither of us knew how to do this you know it's 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 about it's an existent existential spy thriller about these guys who have received conditioning. And because they have received this conditioning, um, their program ends and, uh, or their program is burned, discredited, and they are all um, uh, sort of slated for execution. But it turns out that, <laughs> that there are a lot more of them than anybody, uh, anybody first thought because they've been doing this conditioning kind of on the QT to lots and lots of people. And it gives them these, these sort of super spy abilities. They're able to, you know, do these, uh, uh, you know, defend themselves in ways that, you know, most, uh, most of their adversaries cannot anticipate. And, um, and they're also, you know, it (laughs) makes them very good spies. So, and, um, yeah, so I have I've done two of those double albums and you know, if if people aren't downloading them, if people are if you don't hear from people about them, then you know, I I can all the I can always do them later, but the, here's the thing. I've worked with so many good people, so many wonderful voice actors, and I just I, you know, I want to sort of keep with keep up with them so you know i won't have like all kinds of different voices on different albums but you know that's i'm just gonna have to assume that those people will be around uh in the future and even though they're not i mean every time i work with them i i always say don't leave town because i'm gonna rehire you and and you know i wanted that to be kind of a um uh, 
kind of the mantra. I, I mean, I don't want it to affect anybody's life or anything like that, but it's just like so, some of these people were so good that I just had to um, had to put that in there. Don't leave town. And they, they it, the really good ones, they leave town. And uh, there, there have been a couple of examples of that, and it's, it's too bad. But uh, yeah, so that is, that is kind of suspended for the moment. But I'll tell you this, that this song inspired me to, uh, to want to uh, launch a project that was sort of musical and non-musical at the same time. Uh, you, now, this sets up the scenario for, what, for a kind of post-Pablo world. Um, and, you know, that's, that's what... And in my imagining the scenario, that's what people would call it. They would call it the Pablo and uh, not, you know, whatever the scientific name was because of it, the, it, was, it became well known who, who was the author of the disease and why he did it. And of course, you know, he was the first victim. He was the, he was the main vector. He, he, he infects a busload of people and next thing you know it's spreading through the city spreading through the country and you know with this this just terrible lethality to it but once that once that has happened once there are the the disease has has burned through most people and you know there is no immunity to it there's no vaccine there there's there there aren't even therapies and you know it's it's apocalyptic, but it will it won't kill everyone, um, and in fact it may not affect anyone, everyone. Um, maybe some people are just kind of naturally immune to it. Who knows? But you know, there everybody is still still has the belief in this in this post Pablo world that you know the 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 virus will get them. But you know what? What would media be be like in that age? Specifically, like what's what would radio be? I mean, you have to assume that maybe you know that there's no such thing as cable TV anymore or even television, because because the the enclaves of survivors are very far apart, um, and just by luck or. Uh, by luck, by chance, by hook or by crook, there they they've managed to survive this, and you have to think that most of the cities are sort of depopulated, but they also have enclaves that have survived, uh, and you know it's not like you have these wandering zombies or anything like that. It's just people who are either alive or they're dead, and so that was that was kind of what I was trying to figure out and. And thinking that it would be kind of a cool project to have this this sort of radio station that's broadcasting all these things that that people have sent in that uh, you know they've they've recorded in some way and um, and you know and a lot of them are not good but then again that you just have to assume that most of the best people have died and so you 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 have this society where people have people have survived but the people who are like really good at things they're 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 they they're long gone 
So I, I was thinking about that. It still might happen. Uh, but, you know, once again, it's like if you don't have any following, I, I'm going to stick to music for the next couple of years because uh, the, 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 you know, I thought that what I was doing was sort of innovative and, and, um, and was and would be interesting to people because of you know all of these all these podcasts that that are like radio plays and things like that of course you know mine come out a lot slower but i'm sure that if if my if my writing was quicker if my uh, story formation was a bit crisper and and uh, more regular um then i think that i would probably just have the same reaction uh, from people. I mean, look at this, look at this podcast. If I get, you know, two people listening to it, I'm, I consider that a victory, but, uh, um, you know, I just, I, I wanted to say that, that, you know, these, these are sometimes these tunes take on a life of their own and this has its own life, but, uh, it's, it's not going to live, um, for a while. And, uh, I, I would, I would love to, I would love to, um, to be able to make this into something and, uh, you know, extend its life. But, you know, it's, it's a lot of effort for, for almost no, uh, reward. I, I mean, even reward is, it's, it seems very self-serving. But, you know, it's like, I, as, as I've always said, that I would not mind uh, if, if, you know, if somebody came up to me and tell, told me that, you know, people are pirating my music, I would, I would be thrilled because at least it shows that, that people are interested, interested in it enough to pirate it. But that's not even, that's not even where we're at now. And, uh, you know, it's like, God, can't I just take some of my fans to court over illegal, illegally downloading my music? Well, for one thing, nobody is doing that. And for another thing, I don't have any fans. So, but uh, last week I was talking about, um, you know, my uh, coming, having been at a sort of impasse with my uh, PR agency. And, um, and that has been... Uh, the, the crisis has been alleviated, um, and so we're working on a different plan now. Uh, the only problem is, is that they should be promoting uh, the Wow and the Pow Volume One, the latest album, and they're kind of doing no such thing. And basically, Blue Volume One is coming out in a month, and then the month after that is Album Twenty One. And so I'm just, I'm just trying to see whether. The, the, I will, these guys will have any effect on anything. And so far they haven't. And so that's, that's the big challenge. And it's like it, it, when I, I talked to this publicist and, and what I was saying basically to her was, uh, I, here, here is the challenge. I am unknown. I I should I would like to be known better, and not you know I, I when 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 somebody says that it doesn't mean yes I want to be Taylor Swift famous no that's not it and and for me it's always been the 
hundred, the hundred plan to have a hundred people you don't know um, anywhere in the world who uh, actually eagerly await your next release. And you know that that I think that's that's a modest. What, what are we? Seven and a half billion people now. A hundred out of that seven and a half billion, and that is the, that is what I'm challenging this this PR agency to do, uh, which has not quite it has not quite accomplished. So um, and, and that's just what I've been urging them to do. And I don't know whether it's a, it's them trying to swing for the fences or whether this is just a you know a hopeless case. And they're they're trying to please me by having me buy ads on Google, so I, so as to run up my um, my video hits for Save at Home. But anyhow, this is this is getting a bit away from me. But but yes, um, pa, just think think about what the post Pablo world would be. And, um, and I am, I am thinking about it from time to time as well. And what sort of album it would sound like if you had a lot of people, um, sending you stuff. And of course their only reference would be say like the music of all the music that's just happened. I mean, nobody's innovating. There's, there's just, there's no, there's no way you can innovate because you know most of the people with music talent musical talent have not are survived um it, you know the the several waves of the pandemic but okay so there's there's something for you to think about um uh, moving forward all right well anyhow that's it for our, this episode um if you want to correspond with me you know the address, longboatpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. If you want to stream anything by Longboat, longboat.bandcamp.com. And thank you for joining me. And as I always say, if you don't like this track, I have others. All right. We'll talk again soon. Bye-bye.